Scripture tells us about a man called the Antichrist. He is the opposite of Christ, a false Christ. Jesus is the greatest man to ever live, and the Antichrist is the most wicked man who ever lived. And he shows up at the end of time. Jesus said that there is a time coming that is worse than anything this world has ever seen and is ever going to see. And we are told that this man shows up at that time. Scriptures do tell us how to identify this man and when he will be here. Today, the identity of the Antichrist. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. Let's look at a few things that the Bible tells us about the Antichrist, and then we're gonna look at what 666 means, and we do know what it means. Let's look at a few things the Bible tells us about the Antichrist, and near the end, we're gonna look at the passage in Revelation 13, 8, which tells us that we can identify him by 666, and you may be surprised to find out it gives us a lot of information. The first thing the Bible tells us is that he is a vile person. He is incredibly wicked. Daniel 11:21 says, and in his place shall arise a vile person to whom they will not give the honor of royalty, but he shall come in peaceably and seize the kingdom by intrigue. So that tells us a lot about him. He comes in peace. He looks like a man of peace and there's some intrigue about him and the world is won over by him. He heads up the restored Roman empire at the end of the world, the feet and the 10 toes of Nebuchadnezzar's statue in the book of Daniel. The second thing the Bible tells us about the Antichrist is that he claims to be God. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3 and 4 says, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed. The falling away happens and then the man of sin is revealed. We know it is the end because he comes on the scene. It calls him the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped so that he sits as God in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. We're also told that he persecutes the saints, and this is really important in his identity. In Daniel 7.25, it says, he shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and laws. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and a half a time. The saints here is the nation of Israel. They are being restored during the tribulation period. Jeremiah calls it a time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob had his name changed to Israel. So this is a time of Jacob's trouble and Israel is given into his hands for three and a half years, but the tribulation lasts for seven years. And so God protects them through part of the tribulation period. We're also told that he would mysteriously survive a deadly wound. Revelation 13, three says, and I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed and all the world marveled and followed the beast. So here's where the Antichrist is called the beast in scripture. And it is because of this mortal wound that is healed that he wins the world over. This may be the intrigue that was spoken of in the previous verse that we looked at. The next thing the Bible tells us about the Antichrist is that he is given his power by Satan. This is Revelation 13, 2. Now the beast which I saw 
was a leper. His feet were like the feet of a bear and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. The dragon is referred to as the serpent of old. It is Satan. We are also told that Jesus will destroy him. This is 2 Thessalonians 2.8. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. So the Antichrist is killed at the return of Christ. Daniel 11.37 tells us that he will be unbelievably prideful. It says, he shall regard neither the God of his fathers nor the desire of women, nor regard any good, for he shall exalt himself above them all. Some believe that this means that he is a homosexual. I'm not sure that nor the desire of women means that. It means he just loves himself and is so full of pride that he puts himself above everyone else. Now, when it comes to his identity, Daniel 9.26 is incredibly important because the Antichrist is Roman and he is the head of the restored Roman Empire at the end of the world. Daniel 9.26 says, And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with the flood until the end of the war desolations are determined. So this tells us that the prince of the people who destroy the sanctuary, that's the Romans in 70 AD. Daniel is writing this hundreds of years before the time of Christ. And at 70 AD, the Romans destroyed the sanctuary. And so the Antichrist will be Roman. He is the prince of the people who destroy the sanctuary. The end will be with the flood simply means a war. Until the end of the war, desolations are determined. So during that tribulation period, it's going to be brutal. There's going to be tons of desolations. Now we're getting some information. The Antichrist is Roman and the head of the restored Roman Empire. He is the last emperor. In fact, we could call him that. Now let's talk about what 666 reveals to us about the Antichrist. Revelation 13, 18 says, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. The number is 666. Now this is more information than we think. A lot of people are trying to identify the individual rather than the position that he's going to hold when he is revealed. In both Greek and Hebrew, there are numbers attached to each one of the letters. And it was a common practice in the ancient world to add up the numbers of the letters in your name, and that would be your number. This would be known during the time that the book of Revelation was written. And some have done the work on Nero. In fact, Dr. Bart Ehrman, a New Testament scholar, in his book, Heaven and Hell, gives the work that he did, that Caesar Neron, in Greek, adds up to 666. And in some manuscripts of the Bible, it's not 666, it's 616. So when you have manuscripts of Revelation that say 666 and some say 616, there could be a contradiction. But interestingly enough, Caesar Nero adds up to 616. Caesar Neron, 666. Caesar Nero, 616. Now here's the thing. Nero was dead by the time that this book was written. 
And Nero is the first emperor to persecute Christians. And so it is a type of Nero that is going to persecute the saints in the last days. Nero was a Roman emperor, and so will the Antichrist be the final Roman emperor. Nero was a particularly vile man. You remember he burned down Rome because the Senate wouldn't give him approval to rebuild it. So he burned it down so he could rebuild it. And the Antichrist is particularly vile as well. No wonder the Bible compares him to Nero. That is the understanding of 666 in the Bible. He will rise to power as the emperor in the revised Roman Empire. And those who see it, if they have wisdom, will be able to go, that is the Antichrist. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.